Hello there, I'm Graham Bell. I produce country music radio programs in Australia for years for the ABC and commercial radio stations. I'd like to share with you an interview I did with a country music artist. On the telephone right now, I have Johnny Chester. Hello, Johnny. How are you? I'm fine, Graham. Nice to talk to you again. I'm involved in country music, Johnny, going back a little way. Well, I guess uh, my actual involvement started when I when I first worked with Slim in 1963. That was that was when I first started to appreciate. Um, uh, I think the people that more more than the, probably more than the music. I think I've always liked the music, uh, even when I was as a kid. I don't think I really knew what country music was being you know born and raised in in Fitzroy in in Melbourne you know just on the outskirts of Melbourne so I had no rural background but uh, I always liked the music and I always liked Slim Whitman and Hank Williams and people like that um but uh, it wasn't until 1963 when I've been singing rock and roll for about four years that I had um the opportunity to work to a country music audience uh with Slim at the Brisbane exhibition and I think what what impressed me the most about it was that for the first time in my life at that point, I was playing to an audience who actually listened to what you were singing. Up until then, I'd been doing teenage dances and and uh, various concert tours with overseas acts, you know, people like Roy Orbison, and the Everly Brothers, etc., where the audience, you know, like you, you judged how well you were going by the screaming and carry on that went like that, which was a lot of fun when you're young. Uh, but then all of a sudden, I was uh, confronted with an audience who actually listened to what you were singing about and it was uh, at first a bit unnerving and then I got to like it I thought this is terrific I you know maybe I can uh, I can develop something here so I think that's where the the seed was planted was actually working with Slim getting to know the way he did things and getting to know him only briefly I must admit at that time even though we spent a lot of time uh, working together uh, and since that point uh, that was that was really where it sort of started for me. I went back from that that particular show and wrote my very first country song, which is actually included in that Songmaker album. And the song's called "The Old Copper Kettle," and that too is a new version from the original. Uh, and uh, that sort of started me writing that way. Uh, and try as I might to write a rock and roll song back in those days, I couldn't do it. Everything seemed to come out sounding country. And uh, so it sort of developed from there, I suppose. Hmm. Well, do you play an instrument? Uh, well, you probably get a dispute from that from other guitar players, but uh, I know how to hold a guitar. I know that the strings point away from you, and uh, I, you know, even though it took me three months to learn how to get it out the case, I suppose, I suppose I'm I'm reasonably proficient. But I'm certainly wouldn't call myself a guitar player. I just sort of can fumble my way through a few chords. Johnny, uh, a lot's happened since you started work. You started work in your dad's garage, didn't you, when you left school? I did, yeah. I... And then you went on to singing. Yes, it was. I did five years actually. Uh, as a brake mechanic with my dad, who incidentally is still working. He's 81 now, and he still pulls the overalls on five days a week and uh, and uh, has his own business in Melbourne. And uh, he's been a brake mechanic, my father, for about 58 years now. I suppose you still get the urge to pull the overalls on too. Uh, I get a big urge to pull them off, I must admit. <laughs> I... <laughs> I uh, I, these days when I put the overalls on, it's when I'm going fishing. You know, I'm sort of, I've got this, this old boiler suit that I get into and I find it's terrific when you, when you pull on a flathead in and you can wipe your hands on the overalls. It saves ruining your jeans. Johnny, if you had to do it all over again, would you change much? Uh, not at all. I think I've been extremely fortunate to, uh, uh, to make the most, uh, of, uh, 
uh, a fairly limited uh, amount of ability. Uh, I feel that um, I've been blessed to be uh, uh, to meet and to be involved with uh, the, the many many people that have uh, that have come across my 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 life. Um, that's my family, of course, first and foremost. My wife and my kids and my grandson now. Um, mum and dad and and, uh, and my my sisters uh, and then in a professional sense uh, uh, it's been terrific. I mean, there's been you know, been lots of down times and uh, lots of high times and lots of uh, I, I would, but I can't think of any really bad times if you know what I mean. What's uh, been your biggest moment? Um, oh, gee, I, they've all been personal ones rather than uh, professional ones. Uh, uh, you know, the, the in a professional sense. So, there's been lots of things that have given me a real buzz. Um, I think every record I've made over the years has been uh, something super special. You know, I mean, every time I go into a studio, I've written, particularly after starting to write songs, uh, I think with every every song I've recorded of my own has given me a particular buzz. Uh, they haven't probably given a lot of other people a, mm. a great buzz, but they've certainly given me one. Mm. Um, I think working with some of the people I've, I've worked with... Uh, Who have you worked with from overseas? Some big names, haven't you? Well, yeah, not just the overseas ones, though, but of course, uh, oh, well, you know, with the Beatles, of course, it's probably the, probably the name that, that is uh, uppermost in people's minds when they think of people I've worked with, but Kenny Rogers, Johnny Cash, I've worked with Freddie before, uh, Charlie Pride, uh, Roger Miller, uh, the Everly's, Roy Orbison, uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, there's probably many others I should mention, but uh, Tammy Wynette, of course, three years ago. Mm. Um, but, uh, who did you enjoy working with from overseas most? Uh, probably, uh, well, I, it was only a very brief encounter, but I enjoyed Roger Miller very much. I, I was a big fan of Roger's, and I think uh, it was a very sad to hear him pass away. Uh, he was a major talent. I think I was most in awe of Johnny Cash. Uh, I think he, uh, I guess because I'd, I'd been a fan of his since I was, you know, since a teenager, and uh, to actually be sharing a stage with him and to be sort of shaking hands with him backstage was a pretty awesome experience for me. He was one of the few people I I found myself fumbling to get the right words out. Mm. Um, but um, it's been more, uh, whilst that's been exciting, uh, it's been more the people that I've made friends with over the years that uh, that I see rarely. Uh, might, you know, might be years between visits and you pull into a town and uh, somebody turns up and, and it's as if you hadn't seen him for a week rather mm. than years and uh, that's pretty special you know I don't uh, I'm sure there are people in other businesses that uh, enjoy a similar feeling but uh, it certainly is very special to me who do you think will make it biggest of our Australian artists today of the ones that are currently mm. going uh, well we've got some pretty good artists at the moment we have but um, quite frankly I, I think uh, I don't believe it's in it's in the artist's hands. I think it's you know when I started, uh, you had a, a far greater chance of, of uh, creating your own destiny uh, because there was a lot more freedom in the media. Uh, there was a lot you know people were far more open minded on radio stations uh, around Australia. Uh, the press was uh, more likely to give you a, a half page. Well, this is when you were young. When you were young, when I was young, oh mm. yeah. Uh, when I started off, uh, I mean, you know, like I started off knowing absolutely nothing about anything musically, uh, and yet was able to develop in front of an audience. Uh, these days, uh, you could find somebody who's got wonderful uh, potential, but uh, you know, these days you've got to be world class when you start and better the next day. And uh, so I, I don't know that 
there's anybody. I mean, I there's. I mean, I've got all of Lee Kernigan's albums, for instance. I bought all of those, or the the two of them, I should say. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, I've bought quite a lot of them, quite a quite a variety of Australian performers um, because I I like to see what they're doing. I bought Cole Joy's last one, uh, and I do buy them. I don't get them for free. I, I make sure that. Uh, I ring Ron Adset up at the Country Music Store in Brisbane, and he uh, he sends them down, and I and I pay him for them, and uh, uh, because I don't sort of feel like getting free ones, I figured you know if uh, if everybody got them for free, then uh, nobody would sell any. So I I sort of make a point of doing that because I've got no way to promote them. Um, so uh, well, what what makes an artist today? Do you think it's more management? Uh, I think management and uh, and and marketing, all of those things. That's not to say that anybody that's getting that uh, that done for them is not doesn't deserve it and doesn't. Uh, I'm not saying that at all. But I I just think that there's probably uh, several artists out there that uh, that perhaps uh, certainly deserve to get uh, to get a, a great break that uh, may not get it because things aren't as easy today. Uh, they weren't easy when Slim started off either. So, you know, mm. I guess uh, you get an argument for both sides that way. But uh, my feeling is that, speaking on my own experience, I was very fortunate to to uh, grow into the business at a time when radio stations were playing a mixture of music. Uh, I find now that even the gold stations don't play a lot of my old stuff because I'm a country singer now, but get all those things that made the charts for me back in the 70s were making it on the pop charts. They weren't making it on country charts. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, so and I'm not the only one that suffers on that one. Uh, and it's even harder for new people to come up and uh, get any sort of support from the major radio stations around Australia uh, because they, the, the sense of adventure that was in radio... Uh, back in the 60s and 70s is no longer there. Mm. Okay, mate. Well, thanks so much for your time. I'd like to wish you all the best on your tour. Thank you very much. And I'm pleased your show's going well for you. Yeah, everything's going great. Couldn't be better. Good on you. Okay, then, Johnny. Thank you very much, Graham. I'll be back with another country artist for a country artist chat. Graham Bell saying, until then, you take care now.